Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living in God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Acts chapter 9 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. We're going to review some key takeaways and we're going to end up with a short prayer. Saul's conversion. Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if they found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men traveling with Saul stood there speechless. They heard the sound, but did not see anyone. Saul got up from the ground, but when he opened his eyes, he could not see anything. So they led him by the hand into Damascus. For three days he was blind and did not eat or drink anything. In Damascus there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called him in a vision, Ananias. Yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, Go to the house of Judas on Straight Street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. In a vision he has seen a man named Ananias come and place his hands on him to restore his sight. Lord, Ananias answered, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem. And he has come here with authority from the chief priest to arrest all who call on your name. But the Lord said to Ananias, Go, this man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. I will show him how much he must suffer for my name. Then Ananias went to the house and entered it. Placing his hands on Saul, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road as you were coming here, has sent me so that you may see again and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes, and he could see again. He got up and was baptized, and after taking some food, he regained his strength. Saul in Damascus in Jerusalem. Saul spent several days with the disciples in Damascus. At once he began to preach in the synagogue that Jesus is the Son of God. All those who heard him were astonished and asked, Isn't he the man who raised havoc in Jerusalem among those who call on this name? And hasn't he come here to take them as prisoners to the chief priest? Yet Saul grew more and more powerful and baffled the Jews living in Damascus by proving that Jesus is the Messiah. After many days had gone by, there was a conspiracy among the Jews to kill him. But Saul learned of their plan. Day and night they kept close watch on the city gates in order to kill him. But his followers took him by night and lowered him in a basket through an opening in the wall. When he came to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but there were all afraid of him, not believing that he really was the disciples. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. He told them how Saul on his journey had seen the Lord, and that the Lord had spoken to him, and how in Damascus he had preached fearlessly in the name of Jesus. So Saul stayed with them and moved about freely in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. He talked and debated with the Hellenistic Jews, but they tried to kill him. When the believers learned of this, they took him down to Caesarea and sent him off to Tarsus. Then the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed a time of peace and was strengthened, living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit increased in numbers. Ananias and Dorcas As Peter traveled about the country, he went to visit the Lord's people who lived in Lydda. There he found a man named Aenas, who was paralyzed and had been bedridden for eight years. Aenas, Peter said to him, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up and roll up your mat. Immediately Aenas got up. All those who lived in Lydda and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. In Joppa there was a disciple named 
Tabitha. In Greek, her name is Dorcas. She was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she became sick and died, and her body was washed and placed in an upstairs room. Lydda was near Joppa, who, when the disciples heard that Peter was in Lydda, they sent two men to him and urged him, Please, come at once. Peter went with them, and he, when he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. Peter stood around him, crying and showing him the robes and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he got down on his knees and prayed. Turning towards the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes, and seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called for the believers, especially the, the widows, and presented her to them alive. This became known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. Peter stayed in Joppa for some time with a tanner named Simon. This is the end of Acts chapter 9. Now let us look at some key takeaways. First we see that Paul was first born as Saul, a Jew, Pharisee, and a Roman citizen by way of his father, and one of the first to martyr Christians. He was known for his zeal. Then we see Paul having an encounter with God on his way to Damascus that let, left him blind without sight for three days during which he could not eat or drink. Third, we see that the Lord sends Ananias to lay hands on Saul and restore his sight and ends up baptizing him. Barnabas takes Saul and introduces him to the apostles and speaks of his, of his encounter with God. So in summary, Saul is a zealot against Christians but has an encounter with God on his way to Damascus that changed his life and converted him from a zealot against Christians to a zealot for God's kingdom. So now let us end with a short prayer. Dear God, thank you for being so awesome and being so graceful towards us, your children. We need you. We love you. We worship you, God. Lord, please come into our life and help us follow you, Lord, every day of our lives. We pray that you come in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Acts chapter 9. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.